You are listening to number 17 of the Path to Motherhood podcast. Welcome to the Path to Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, infertility life coach, Sarah Brandell. Join us each week as we walk through navigating your trying to conceive journey. My mission is to share the skills of managing your mind, processing emotions, and living a full life to create a more authentic path to motherhood. Hi there and welcome. I had a couple of different episodes I had planned maybe going live this week and they will be coming, but today it's been top of mind to talk about a specific concept because it's been coming up a lot with clients. And I think it's something that we talk a lot about, especially at the beginning of the year. So today we're going to talk about buffering. And if you don't know what that means, stick with me. We will dive deeper into what that means and you know what to do about it. But this podcast is for those of you that have that feeling that there are things that you do or things that you don't do that you wish you could change about yourself. I used to think like, if I could just get myself to follow through on these things, then I'll feel better about life right? Or like if I could just figure out how to get myself to stop doing these things, then I'll feel better. But I couldn't, I couldn't tie those together. I couldn't figure them out. It felt like impossible to make that happen. And I'll give some examples of that when we go through this. But this concept has just been coming up so often that I just thought it was the perfect time to get this out there in the middle of January. If you have these resolutions that are top of mind or these lifestyle changes that you're wanting to make, So this is just such a good concept to start introducing yourself to. So that is what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into it, I just want to send you all the love. I got so much great feedback on some of my New Year's Eve and then my lessons I started talking about in the first few weeks of the year. And I just really appreciate it. I hope you guys are having such an amazing January. I find not that I like do a bunch of resolutions at this time of year, but that it just feels like a nice reset. It feels like I can kind of get my bearings on things, get back into my normal routine, and it just feels really great. And so hopefully some of you are feeling that as well. It's been a big time in our household because we are prepping for our frozen embryo transfer number two. So here's hoping that this one brings us a little bit more luck. And yeah, that's what's going on here. So let's dive in. Let's talk a little bit about what I mean by buffering. So Buffering, the way this was described to me by my mentors when I first came to this concept was buffering is the act of overindulging in something. And this can mean a million different things for a million different people. But the most common ones that I see come up and I talk to clients about typically lie somewhere on the overeating, overspending, maybe even overworking. I think those would probably be the top three that I see. Some people are doing the over-exercising one, but overworking and over-exercising, they're sneaky because they feel like they're good habits to have. So it's easier for those to go unnoticed, but they still operate the exact same way that we're going to talk about today. But being that it's January, the thing that has come up the most, honestly, for my clients has been overeating. A few times overspending has come up as well. And so I wanted to talk about those and what they mean and how it's happening and why it's happening and really just kind of clear the air about it. So what I want to do is to first really understand what does it mean. So I I explained it as this overindulgence. 
So what most often, what typically happens is we experience uncomfortable moments. We experience uncomfortable emotions, situations, whatever they are, fertility related or not. And then we have become so accustomed to avoiding feeling those emotions, avoiding processing those emotions, avoiding being present with those emotions that we then go escape and find some coping mechanism that we have so astutely realized gives us the dopamine hit that we need to kind of have some relief from that uncomfortableness. And this is tricky because these skills have been learned at a young age. These skills have been taught to us from others. These skills have been found by our own brain as we grow up. And then we've noticed their effectiveness, right? That they do give us that dopamine hit. They do make us feel better for a moment. And so we keep going to them. But the thing is, is if they were worth doing, if it was the right decision, it would only feel good. There would not be the negative come down after the fact. And that is why clients are coming to me saying, we need to work on this. I need to figure out my buffering because they're having the negative after effects. So what do I mean by that? I had a client this week who she is having some really stressful times with deciding if she wants to continue with doing her medicated cycles or if she wants to progress to moving to the next steps. So she's been having a lot of stress come up with this. She's been having a lot of thoughts come up with this, what it means to continue and not go the reproductive endocrinology route what it means to go that route and then go do all these additional treatments that she had thought way back in the past were way too invasive. And now she's coming to the place where maybe they are the right decision for her. So she's had a lot of emotions come up about that. And that's completely understandable. And I think that's number one is just really accepting that like life causes emotions to happen. You are a full human. You will have comfortable and uncomfortable moments with your emotions. And the amazing thing that we've been able to learn together through this podcast is even though they're uncomfortable, they can't hurt you. You can process those uncomfortable moments and get through it. I promise you. And if you're struggling with that, if you feel like that's really where you're stuck, then reach out. I can help you with that. I can help you process through these emotions and learn the skill of not being afraid of negative emotions. But that takes time. We have practiced for so many years of our lives, like I said, to avoid those uncomfortable emotions. So for her, these uncomfortable emotions were coming up. And what she was noticing is she was spending way more money on way more things than she needed, on things that she didn't need, Just because like the act of getting out of the house and going to the store, even though she had nothing she needed to buy, was a dopamine hit for her. It was an enjoyment for her. She enjoyed going. She was spending the money, the the thrill of finding the buy, the thrill of purchasing the item and bringing it home was all great. The clothes, she bought a bunch of clothes. She bought home decor. But here's the thing. After the fact, she got them home and she started to feel worse. She started to feel guilty about the fact that she'd spent this money that she had not planned on spending, about spending money she really shouldn't have been spending so they could cover their bills and pay for future potential more expensive medical options. And she really just felt really bad about what had happened. 
And so she was coming to me saying like, look, like I'm doing this thing. Like I don't even really want to be doing it, but I just find myself at the store. I find myself shopping and we really dug into it. And it really was coming from this place of like, I'm so stressed out. I'm overwhelmed with making this decision. I don't want to have to think about it. So instead, I'm going to go enjoy myself at a store. And what a time like in the holiday season to pick up a habit like impulse spending, impulse shopping. And so we have really had to work through that. And really what I want to offer is that when buffering happens, it's it is sneaky. It comes up as these habits that you're doing that you wish you weren't doing, but you just feel like, I don't know, I'm just subconsciously doing these things, right? And what we have to understand is that we did make the choice. It just didn't feel so active in the moment. It just was kind of like on autopilot. And so we didn't realize we had another option. The funny thing is, is this all starts because we want to avoid feeling a negative emotion. So we avoid feeling, I'm stressed out right now, go spend the money, but then it may give us a little bit of some enjoyment in the moment. But after the fact, what we're doing is we're piling on more negative emotion. So we have two options. We have the option of negative stressful emotions come up about the situation. I process them. I allow them to be there. I work through them. And then once I'm from a clear space, a clear mind, I can decide how I want to show up next. Or I can say, "Ugh, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to be dealing with this. I don't want to be working through this. So I'm going to hurry up and go do something fun and exciting to kind of distract myself. But then all that does is it saves the negative emotion of the decision for later. It doesn't go away. It's still there. I still have to process it at some point. And now we've added on a layer of guilt for all the money that I spent that I shouldn't have spent. Do you see what I mean? So it feels like the right decision. It feels like we're helping ourselves out, but we're really making things worse. So what I encourage you to do is to look in your situation. What are the overindulgences that you're trying to cut back on? And it feels like so hard to get yourself there. It feels like you can't cut back. It feels like you can't quit the late night snacking. It feels like you can't quit the overworking when you should be, you want to be spending more time with family, whatever it is. And really investigate it. Get curious of like, when I'm doing those things, right? When I pull into the fast food line again, when I am sitting at home alone in my couch and just watching TV for hours on end, what is driving me to do those actions? And this is not to say that you should never do those actions. It's not to say that you should never go shopping. You should never watch Netflix. You should never eat a Reese cup. That's not what I'm trying to say. But you want to love your reasons for why you're doing those things. You want to do those because you decided it was the right decision, not because you just woke up and were like, oh, I did that again because I was trying to avoid something. So really get curious what's going on for you. What emotions have been coming up recently? And are you listening to them? Are you responding to them? Are you processing them? Or are you avoiding them? Are you running away from them? And then you're chasing that dopamine hit somewhere else. See if that's happening for you. And if it is, play it out. Notice how a negative or uncomfortable emotion comes up. 
you go towards your overindulgence that creates uncomfortable emotions like guilt. And then you repeat this vicious cycle. We get stuck on this cycle where we are outrunning our emotions. We are trying to overindulge, to avoid processing, avoid feeling our emotions. And just just get curious about that this week. Just notice it. Just recognize where it's coming from. A lot of times, just that will allow you to make some changes. Just that will allow you to see when you're doing that and then get some clarity of how you really want to show up in that situation. A lot of times what this looks like, this is how it looked for me, right? When I was working on my overeating habits that typically came when I was feeling very anxious, I would turn to eating to distract myself, to avoid thinking about the anxious feeling. And so when I first was learning this skill, the first thing that I was realizing was it was just like an after effect thing where I would like be a day later or be hours later and be like, why the heck did I eat that ice cream in the middle of the day? Why the heck did I stop for that meal when I already had lunch? Why did I run and grab that one thing that I really didn't plan or need to be eating? And I would notice it after the fact and I'd be like, oh, it was a stressful day at work. Or, oh, I got bad news from the doctor. Or, oh, Jason and I got in a little bit of a fight, right? These things, I would notice these things happened and then I kind of just unknowingly ended up in this situation. And so I was recognizing like, oh, this is actually me showing up buffering, showing up emotionally eating. And so that was just like, the initial stage is I would just notice after the fact that I had done that. And here at this point, the biggest thing I want to do is I want you to give yourself some grace, right? I remember a time where I felt like I understood this concept of buffering very logically. I understood buffering wasn't a good idea. So when I did buffer, I was so angry at myself. I would beat myself up. I remember this one time I had a migraine and I resorted to a Diet Coke, a candy bar and a nap because I had related that like showing up in that way and doing those three things would eliminate my migraine. And guess what? It worked. But after the fact, I beat myself up so hard. I had so much negative self-talk of like, you've been doing really well on your eating protocol. Why did you do that? You haven't had caffeine in a while. You haven't been eating chocolate. Like, why did you do that? And like beating myself up. And I had a coach at the time and she was like, Sarah, your brain had a solution to a problem and you took it. Like, don't be angry at yourself for that. Your brain is trying to be savvy. Your brain is trying to help you. So I just say that because it's easy once you kind of understand this concept to then be upset at yourself or judge yourself for doing these overindulgent patterns, but these are patterns. That's just it. These are things you have practiced for so many years. We're not going to just turn those patterns off overnight. So again, step one is just to look back, reflect, notice the times when you're showing up this way and get curious of why you did. And then what will happen is you'll notice. So like in the moment, like I have been literally in the act of eating something and I've been like, why am I eating this? Oh, yeah, that did happen. I was feeling uncomfortable. Oh, I did end up searching through the pantry. And I almost like have that dialogue with myself. And then I get to say, okay, 
do I want to continue eating this thing because I just want to continue eating this thing? Or do I decide I'm done because I just need to feel my emotions? And that was like the next step was noticing it in the moment. And then the layer after that is you'll start to notice it right before it happens. So you'll notice yourself in the store about to make the purchase, literally in the line. And you'll be like, oh my goodness, I'm doing it again. And you'll literally have to make the decision. Do I really need this thing? Is this something that's really something that's valuable to me? Or am I just here about to spend this money just because I'm stressed about X, Y, or Z? And so these are the the like the steps that you'll go through as you start to back yourself away from these these overindulgences, these buffering patterns. And then we will start to get more present with, oh, if I'm present with my emotions, if I allow my uncomfortable emotions to come up, then I'm just fine. And I don't even have the drive to go towards these overindulgences much at all, if if ever. And that's an amazing place to be. And that takes time. For some things that may take weeks, for some things that may take months, for some things that may take years. And that's okay to be on that journey of kind of deconditioning yourself from the pattern that you've once had. And it's okay that it takes time. And there will be forward progress and there will be backward progress. And that is okay. And that is what I help you with, right? That feels like not super related to fertility, but for infertility and going through the journey of infertility has your emotions as such roller coaster high highs and roller coaster low lows that these buffering tendencies get really strong. And so it's such an important topic for us to work on because if we can show up and experience our emotions of the journey in a better way, then we can avoid all those other negative downstream effects. And this is why these crazy fad diets and these resolutions to just quit everything quote unquote bad for me don't work because they're not addressing the real problem. They're trying to logically tell you don't eat that thing, don't spend money on that thing because I shouldn't rather than acknowledging, oh, there's a deeper reason this is happening. And if I can investigate that and really get familiar with that and work on that part, that's when we can make long, lifelong, lasting change. So I hope this talk about buffering has been helpful. I hope you guys can kind of evaluate your life and see where maybe buffering is showing up for you. And just, again, get curious, get started really investigating this concept. And if you're ready to like pry at this, if you're like, this speaks to me, I totally do this and you're ready for some help, reach out. I'm ready to help you. I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you next week. Hey there, Inspired Mama. If you enjoyed this show, I want to invite you to leave a review in your podcast player. This helps to share the message with so many more women just like you. Also, if you know of another hopeful mama on her path to motherhood, please share this episode with her. I would love to get this into the ears of anyone who needs to hear it. If you are ready to step this work up and not only learn these tools, but to apply them to your unique story, head to the link in the show notes to apply for a free consult call. I would be honored to help you.